Welcome back to another episode of Create Your Life with your host, Tessa Lloyd. I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we meet today, the Wadarong people of the Wadarong Aboriginal Corporation, and pay my respects to Elders past and present. Hello beautiful people, welcome back to Create Your Life, the podcast where we chat about everything real. So the original introduction, and it still is that, is being authentic, brave and intentional with how you live your life. And another addition to that is being real. So I think that really sums up a lot of the conversations we have here. I hope you have had a wonderful three weeks. I know that this podcast episode is one week late and that's because as you would have heard in my mental health podcast or many of my other ones sometimes we have a week where we need to get our ducks in a row and give ourselves space to process what we need to and that's what I had last week so I'm back with bells on now and I just want to thank you for being patient in advance for this episode Um, what I've got for you today is pretty special. I'm just going to say that not to toot my own horn. Well, it's not even tooting my own horn. It's tooting the horn of the guest that I have on today. And that guest is Gabe from the movement called Hey Mate. So Hey Mate is based in Australia. Well, Gabe and um, his facilitators are based in Australia, but it is a, um, it at the moment is an online movement that is connecting men Um, in I'm fairly sure different countries but definitely different states within Australia and I just felt so honored to have this chat with Gabe because what we discussed were things that I haven't heard before um, or haven't heard enough and conversations that aren't had enough and I just think that I truly I say this to him within the podcast he's saving lives which is pretty cool Um, So Haymate is a mental health uh, support system set up for men and I will let Gabe go into the ins and outs of this wonderful movement but yeah I just want to prepare you for that take a big beautiful deep breath and be ready for this conversation because um, I think this is representing something far greater than this chat. This is about the change that is happening in the world and and people being the change that they want to see. So I yeah, I want to give Gabe a big, huge welcome and thank you for being here on Create Your Life. And yeah, we'll, we'll see him over on the conversation. I hope you guys enjoy. I want to just welcome you, Gabe, here to the conversation because this is something that I've wanted to have for a while and I've been watching your movement and the awesome things that you do for quite a while so I'm quite honoured to have you here so thank you for being here today. Uh, the pleasure is mine and um, yeah I'm super stoked that you reached out and it gave me an insight to you know the great work that you're doing and 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked and I'm surprised that we actually haven't crossed paths in Geelong as of yet. So, yeah, same. Uh, yeah. Here we are. <laughs> I was actually, I was thinking that before I hopped on. Um, a lot of the work that I do is with women's mental health and you're doing so much work with men's mental health. Um, yeah, I think it's a really cool thing that we're kind of blending the conversations today. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I um. Yeah, no, it, it's great. I think, I think, I get COVID. I guess mm-hmm. I hate talking about COVID, but I'm going to bring it into it. It's like it's it's forced us to, you know, see what's around and what we invest our time in, and that you know, for some of us, we're more connected than ever. Yeah. Um, and you know, a little bit more scrolling on the old phone. It's amazing the initiatives and the people that you come across that are so close to you, yet you haven't um, managed to bump into them. So. Super grateful to be here. Thank yeah. you for reaching out. Um, excited to see where this goes. I do have a question. Yes, <laughs> uh, for it. Swearing aloud because I sometimes oh. uh, subconsciously just drop whatever drops out of my mouth, and it happens. And <laughs> swearing is most definitely allowed, and I think okay. there's been numerous Done. swearing warnings on my part, previous podcasts. Yeah, because I'm known to do the same thing too, especially when I'm feeling really passionate about something. My I think maybe my country upbringing just fully comes out and yeah. (laughs) Swear away, my friend. Perfect. I love it. (laughs) All right. So um, as you heard at the start in the intro, Gabe runs a movement called Hey Mate. So we're going to have a chat about all things Hey Mate today and mental health and everything in between. So my first question for you Gabe is do you remember the moment where you wanted to start hey mate or was it lots of little moments that added up to that you know that light bulb moment yeah great question I think it was um I think it was a whole heap of little moments that kind of added up to be honest with you um my partner Bri and myself have a run club as well and that's called the finisher and for for us that brought a lot of connection and a lot of community um to us every Sunday morning um, and then ever since that kind of got, you know, put on hold early, you know, early March, I think it was just after our first birthday for, for the finisher, there was something missing. And I'm just like, what is, what, what am I missing here? Like, I know things look very different, but I need a little bit more. Um, and my early teens, I, I suffered with anxiety and a bit of OCD. Um, and you know, it was only a couple of years ago that I managed to share my words. And, and from there, it was, you know, my life has looked very different in such a positive way. And so I'm like, how can we, our mission with the finisher was to, you know, highlight mindful movement. Yeah. So my my mission with conversation was how do I highlight conversation in such a positive way and highlight this connection for, for any man to be heard? Mm. um and I had planned to do an event in Geelong in April um again things look very different yep Yep. thank you (laughs) 2020 you're a ripper um (laughs) and but you know what a silver lining it's been a a great outcome because I launched um in in March and it was online and it was going to be a house party then I fucking realized you could only have eight people in a house party I'm like (laughs) <laughs> it you know what if what if eight people don't even turn up but what if there's more what if there's nine what if there's ten so I, I changed it to a zoom call and 
and yeah, the first week we we had ten people, and mm. um, it was that moment after the first session. I just kind of had to sit with it. I'm just like, this this has something going for it. This has mm. impact, and just to see every guy, every man rock up, um, some of which I knew, some of which I didn't, but you know, we all had the same feelings right then and there were all a little bit shaky or had sweaty palms and you know we really didn't know what to expect and um we didn't know where that conversation was was going to go well I did they didn't I was facilitating but after everyone logged off you know my beating heart continued for another hour or two and I was absolutely buzzing and and then it began the messages came through and you know that was fantastic that was epic that was completely different to what I thought it was going to be and I was talking to Bree. I'm like, fuck, I need to, you know, I wasn't planning on doing many of these, but maybe I need to keep going. Um, so I think it, it, it built up over a number of weeks of me wanting to do something and being creative with a name. So it was catchy. Um, and hence, Hey Mate came around because it's, you know, you hear, you know, men and women start a conversation hey. with Hey Mate. Yeah. And, and so it, it's there. Um, and that's what we're highlighting in Hey Mate is the conversation and connection. Wow, that is very cool. And that moment, because I've experienced that moment where you get off something and your heart's beating and you're thinking about it. And that is when you know that you're onto something, isn't it? Like you can't quite, I've had nights where there's just an hour of laying at the roof, laying looking at the roof because I'm like, I feel like there's something great going on here. And I also find it really interesting that because of the circumstances of 2020 that you've done all of this via Zoom. And I've recently been thinking, I, I think in some circumstances, um, Zoom or, you know, telehealth sort of calls can actually help people open up a little more, like feel a little calmer, because I guess it takes away, talking about mental health can be quite intense, right? And sometimes when you're sitting in a room, you know, I don't know if you've, seen a therapist but when I've seen a therapist sometimes sitting across from them looking eye to eye with someone and all of that can be a lot to think about so yeah do you think it's been a big part of the connection being on zoom yeah I um I completely agree I, I believe that having a computer screen in front of you allows you to have that that safety buffer um mm -hmm. at any given stage if you if anyone's feeling uncomfortable they can literally just turn off their turn off their camera they can mute themselves they can have that moment if they need to mm. um and i also believe that um one of the, the other biggest things to allow these guys to be vulnerable is uh rocking up to a group of men in which they hardly know um so there's no there's no external pressures and there's no expectations on you to be someone that you're not um it simply allows you to rock up to be your authentic self mm. um you know we've got guys tuning in from around australia new zealand and now the world so it's amazing to see um how much this connection is cemented through conversation and i guess we're highlighting that um mental health isn't just about mental illness it's also about mental well-being as well so we're having conversations around purpose our goals our vision um our passions um and it's Amazing. fucking epic to see that that shift in body language that the narrative the tone 
Um, and, you know, to see these guys just light up about things that they truly are passionate about. Um, and for those, I guess, penny drop moments of like, fuck, I love doing that too. And then, you know, it gives you that, that call to action for the week to, you know, focus on that perhaps, but it's amazing. Um, you know, it, it literally is a conversation around growth every week. Yeah. Which is so integral to mental health too, right? Like that's where mental health can really inhibit how you're approaching life. I guess when you're not coming from a place of feeling safe emotionally or, or physically, it's really hard to look at things like goals um, or purpose. So I think that's really wonderful you do that. Sometimes it's so interesting on podcasts because I sit here and there's like four different things that I want to touch on. And with my memory, it's always an interesting feat. Um, oh, what I love is that, okay, I'm going to my first one. What I love is that these men come in and they don't know each other, but how they've met each other, I just imagine that creates such a great, like, initial landscape for, a, you know, a friendship or a relationship or, you know, the group dynamic between these men as opposed to, I imagine it would be harder where, you know, for men and women where you've been in these you know, stoic environments where you don't talk about this stuff, you know, then peeling back the layers to get back to where you're actually starting from. I think that's really cool. And I find that um, in my work too, and I always think I reckon it'd be hard to get us back to this point if we'd started from a, you know, uh, like from, from, for me, it would be like if we started from a super, I guess, shallow way of operating and not discussing deeper things, which is like just gross anyway. Um, and pulling it back to the deeper thing. I think that's really cool. Um, and my second point I've completely forgotten, of course. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you find that you have a, a like a, a, a greater or a more meaningful connection with the people that you can have a vulnerable conversation with? Oh, so much. Yeah, I don't right. fuck with surface conversation anymore. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So we've, uh, like, we've allowed these guys to tune in. We'll have a group conversation and we'll dive into some breakout rooms. And, mm -hmm. like, the, you might might be on one-on-one -on -one with some other guy or it might be in groups of three. And literally within a couple of minutes, like, you're kind of forced to, you know, you're forced to listen. You're forced to hold that space for someone else. And within minutes, like, you're engaged. Like, there's not... Mm -hmm there's no room for the bullshit of like, oh yeah, I'm busy. Like work was hard, work shit, mm -hmm. I fucking hate it. Like we're, we're, we're getting into it. And these guys are so curious. And over the week I get, over the weeks, oh, what are we now? Like week 30 or something. Um, you know, that camaraderie is just building and building and building. We've got guys that have been there since day one, but we've also got guys that have, you know, come in each week, we get new faces, which is amazing. And the guys love it. It's a, it's a breath of fresh air. And um, like, it's just new energy into the group. And those guys that, you know, start asking all these questions to, to these new faces that join. And it's just amazing because they want to know who this person is, what, what lights them up, yeah. what is their why and what's got them to where they are today. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, it's amazing. And I find the same thing, Tess, like um, the, I've come to an understanding that there's, uh, you know, many different, different people in my life and they all have different um, reasonings for, for being a part of my life. And there's going to be people that 
you know, yes, I can go have a beer with or go kick a footy with or a soccer ball, whatever it may be. But then there's going to be other people who I can have these conversations with. And I guess something I've struggled with um, with Haymate is like what what message or what words are going to land for these guys mm. to want to get involved? Because I think, you know, word of mouth is amazing, but I think the, the, the true impact or... Um, I guess the acknowledgement of this guy having it, you know, by his own thoughts, I guess, like him wanting to, him acknowledging that he needs to be a part of this. And it's yeah. not because A, he's got something wrong with him, but B, he, they want to connect. They want to yeah. make guys and, and get involved. What, be curious. What is, hey, mate, what is this? And I, I can guarantee that every guy that's had these, um, you know, assumptions on what hey, mate has been and, the conversations or whatever this movement is are completely false far yeah. off what they thought it would be so for them to get in there and just go fuck like and I'm buzzing like we had some you guys this week and like he was mind blown like just absolutely gobsmacked at how far off his own assumptions was I mean like he was kind of kicking himself that he didn't get involved sooner yeah I'm just enamored right now sorry I'm having a moment I think it's so phenomenal that you are doing this and oh yeah I'm having a moment if so I really like that you're having this I guess awareness around what a huge thing it is that someone's popping on to do this because um you know I was telling my dad about your movement a couple of weeks ago and I'm really, you're, this is really important work. And I want to ask really important questions about this work because you are doing this work during a time where male suicide rates are so high. And I think that the fact that you were acknowledging what a huge thing it is to, to do this is so wonderful. And I guess I'm wondering how you... How do you set the landscape for the safety that needs to be there for these, you know, men to have these conversations? Because I think we've come a long way and, you know, I have male clients who do art therapy with me and, you know, OT with me and I really love that. But how, you know, I think of some of my friendships and I think of some of my female friends who are dating men and are finding it really hard to talk to them about their mental health. How do you create that safety in your groups to, to I guess, really, I'm just seeing it as the gateway to, to so much and also to stop them from getting to that point of feeling like there's no other option. I've just been thinking that how many opportunities were missed with these men to open up to stop them from getting to the point of there is no, there's no return. Yeah, it's a really powerful, really powerful question. And look, we we don't have the answers. Like, mm. I guess we're, hey mate isn't coming from a place of advice. Like, we, we're never giving advice to these guys. Yeah. We're just creating that space for for conversation to be held. And you know, it's for any man to rock up and to feel supported, to be you know, to be feel like they're valued um, and and heard. Um, and to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, within after our first couple of icebreakers, we get into creating that safe space. And, you know, that's just an acknowledgement that, you know, 
it is about this conversation is about whatever's said in this room will certainly stay in this room and it's a place of no judgment it's it's only acceptance um so i guess we we try and shine a bright light on what it is that everyone has or is experiencing there's there's no there's no you know as i said there's no judgment and i guess area too dark i imagine like if it's going on let's get it out there in the open yeah 100 percent. and it's just amazing to see these guys just get around so on if they're having an off week or an off day but it's i think that conversation when it when it does go down a rabbit hole it's acknowledging it that it's it's a part of you but it certainly doesn't define who you are yes it might be a part of you now but it's not you know it's not necessarily going to be a part of you for the rest of your life and it's just Mm -hmm. highlighting the tools that we all have in our back pocket you know when we're conscious um you know to to use those tools and to talk and i i get frustrated to be honest with you because you know there there is things out there that that raise money for 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 men's health and it's you know cracking out cracking an egg on your head going three beers and and having a shot and then tagging three mates in it I'm like, mm-hmm. what? You're diving away from what matters most here. There's, there's no conversation. Yes, there might be a little bit of awareness because it's on Facebook or whatever it needs to be. But if we're going to encourage our mates to do something, encourage them to talk. Encourage them. You know, let's. We need to fucking normalize the conversation around men who are medicated, men who see um, therapists, men who are vulnerable, men who cry, and men who don't always have their shit together. And, you know, I guess I'm coming, I'm learning, I'm forever learning. And these conversations with these guys are, are fucking teaching me a lot. But, you know, what is a man? Why do we need to be defined as a man? Can't a we man. just be defined yeah. as, a, as a being? Why do we all have to be, you know, have to be labelled? And yeah. um, it's, these guys are really teaching me a lot. So at Haymate, we, we definitely um, don't discriminate. And, and mm-hmm. like any man and when i say any man it doesn't matter if you're gay bi straight transgender whatever it is it's we we just encourage you to be authentic and i say man in our post or men in our post a lot because obviously we are targeting that is our yeah yeah we are targeting that that audience and um but I think we've definitely had conversations around masculinity, but we've also had um, more, I guess, meaningful topics um, like authenticity. Yeah. And then on the back of that, having the courage to be authentic. So it's encouraging these men to be who they are and to be vibrant and to be electric and to break away from the pack. Like there are, there are no molds anymore. Like we are the generation of change and the change fucking starts with us. Oh, do you have a mic to drop right now? <laughs> no, no, but it's just like yeah, we were saying it before. We, it's true. We, even start, we, we were saying it before we even started recording, Tessa. Like, imagine if we all all had the courage just to be ourselves and to yeah. to let go and to say yes to the things we need to say yes to, say no to the things that we need to say no to, and mm. and to you know go about our lives. And, and follow things that we're passionate about and that we're truly interested in. Why do, why do we find, I mean, I, I was certainly guilty, guilty of it as well, hanging around with, with people who I'm definitely still friends with, but at, at the time they didn't 
give me what I needed. Yeah. Um, and that was the, the support in order to, I guess, speak up and acknowledge that I was struggling. Mm. Um, and so there's no, there's no, there's no, you know, bad blood there. It's they're, they're amazing people still, but they just we weren't educated. And I think it just comes back to to curriculum and and school, and I guess the older generation, perhaps. Um, you know, from a young age, men have been painted with with the one brush of a you know a workhorse, the the stereotype of you know the front line. Mm. Um, Is there still, but, from your perspective? I don't want to project things, but is there still shame and judgment surrounding men experiencing the same emotions as women experience or the same emotions as, you know, other genders experience? It's, it's still out there, but yeah. not in our, not in our group. Yeah. In, in, in every session we have guys who are, you know, maybe that shed a tear, but they're fucking happy. They've, they've you know, they're, 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 they're just, had the chance to reflect on you know something that's made them who they are and they've you know been given the tool to shine a bright light on it yeah but we're, we're not going to stop the session or you know look at look at someone just because they're upset I mean the conversations we have are so uplifting and so energizing and we just fucking wish every well every man and woman can hear what's being said in this room every man um, every man and woman deserves to feel that seen and heard oh my god mm. yes and and I guess where my frustration comes is within me because what what words can I say or post that will allow everyone to get involved? Mm. I know for a fact that um, you know some people close to me are struggling, and I know that. Mm. And nothing I say or do at the moment is you know willing to get them involved. Yeah. And I'm just like, what more? What more can I do? So it's, I guess that they need to, because that there would be. I can imagine there'd be an element of, like you said at the start, Gabe. You know, these, um, these guys have expectations about what it's going to be. And I, I've seen a clip. Have you seen this clip where um, a guy does similar to what you do? I think it's in the top part of Australia, though. And he introduces the clip and says. You know, men think that if they discuss their emotions, their dick is going to fall off. And when they find out that it doesn't, they're yeah. like, hey, this is pretty fucking cool. Maybe I do want yeah. to discuss yeah. things. Yeah. I can imagine that you're, yeah, I see where you're coming from. What, how can I make them feel, you know, okay within themselves to do this? Because so much has wired us, you know, women too, in a way that, you know, don't be fully vulnerable, you know, hold yep. it together and keep something you know secret yep. from the world so that you're yeah. safe I can imagine that you've got you're up against it a little bit in terms of getting these men in there yeah and I yeah 100% and I love that clip that you just mentioned I haven't seen it but that's very funny I have to send it um yeah please send it through um and it's I think you know vulnerable doesn't always have to look like you're crying and it's you know it's you know you're a rock rock bottom type thing vulnerable can be as simple as you know answering how are you truthfully and on honestly mm. um and you know there's different levels of vulnerability and that's going to differ from person to person and that's okay um but the biggest thing with these conversations tessa is that they've taught me a lot about myself and i'm going to be honest i don't read 
as much as I should be reading. I don't listen to podcasts as much as I should be listening to podcasts. I'm, I would, You've only got so much I time. Use, yeah, I, yeah, but I hate using time as, a, as an excuse. But the, I'm learning so much off these guys yeah. and I guess these, these topics. And it's, it's helping me discover some of my, you know, own, you know, untapped potential. And that's what I want to give back to these guys to help them shine a bright light and discover, you know, their untapped potential and for them to feel valued i think to have a sense of belonging is a human like is a human need and i guess haymade is a community now like we're we're so we're so excited to you know get under the the same roof someday soon and like we've got a go rider wave reached out to us last week and they want to get us down for some surfing i'm like fuck this is epic and you're just like how do we literally Please, for anyone listening, get in touch with me if you if you have the answer to this. I would love to know what you know what words we're going to land to get these guys involved. And I guess I just want to highlight again, or I, I probably need to highlight more of the well-being side of things. Like there's other initiatives out there that kind of concentrate more on the mental illness side of things, and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for us at Haymate, we're trying to go in the different direction of mental well-being. What what growth conversations will allow these guys to go? Fuck, I've got this. Yeah. Or, I can do this. Or you know, changing the way they look at fear and um, failure. Does failure even exist? Yeah. And if you were to ask me that question at the start of the year, I would have said, Fuck yeah, Tess, I failed this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. But after having a conversation and reflecting and sitting within those moments. I learn a lot from that failure. And if you ask me that question again, I didn't fail because I was able to go back and take those lessons and now I'm moving forward. And if I fail again and do the same thing, sure, it might look like failure, but I'm going to keep going until I succeed. And it's those lessons learned when revisiting or even in the time that, um, you know, give you that accomplishment so you can move forward. You're learning. There's always going to be something to learn. So, um. For me, failure at the moment <laughs> doesn't exist. Mm, I love that. And where we, I'm going to whip out my notepad. I need to write some stuff down as you speak. My mind is fucking exploding. Like you're just <laughs> so much that I want to ask you about. I think that, um, sorry if you can hear the paper rustling, guys. I'm literally whipping out a notepad. Um, I, you know, I wondered too because I was reading some of, I, like, I feel like a quote Brene in all my podcasts, but I was reading some of her stuff about um, shame based on gender. Um, And she, you know, she's a social work and I think she's a, you know, researcher of 20 years and she just does all this research. And she researched shame and gender. And for men, it was the shame point for them was not doing or being good enough. And I think that's so real. So where we think that these things are failures, is it actually because the system has set us up to feel like it's a failure due to shame of not being good enough instead of seeing it as an experience or, you know, God forbid that healing isn't linear or, you know, progress isn't linear and we mm. can, you know, we can change course and we can have 
issues in our relationships and our marriage and our friendships and it not be considered a failure or our work can, you know, change course as well. I think that it's really interesting. So for females, I think the main shame point was that we're not, um, I think a lot of it was around how we appear. Um, don't quote me on that, but around how we appear. And I found it really interesting, the differences between it. So um, her example was when it came to something like sex lives, men, a huge shame point for them is being turned down and then not feeling like they've done good enough or have been good enough. And then women have all of this shame around their body during sex. And so, you know, unless you break that cycle, it's this kind of ongoing shame thing. And you can see why so many issues come up around that. Um, but I love that you've mentioned that failure isn't a thing for you now, because I think that is really, you know, your lucky children who aren't going to grow up in a world of being told that you, you're either succeeding and blowing people's minds or you're failing. I think that's wonderful. And you're breaking a real structure that we have set up to watch people fall. And the sad thing is, is our world is set up to have people and businesses and places benefit from humans thinking that they're fragile and that they don't have the ability to change something for themselves. So the fact that you are saying that's not a failure, that's an experience that I've learned from and I'm going to pick myself up and, and change things, I think is so wonderful. And it means that you're not giving money and time and energy to the systems who actually just benefit off us believing that we're, you know, a, a failure or fragile or a fuck up, um, which just isn't true. And that's very um, yeah. I, I love that and thank you so much for sharing. Um, I Again, I think it stems back to, you know, maybe that career counselling that we had in year 10. What do you want to be when you grow up? And oh. it's just like, you need, to have, you need to have that one answer. I want to do this. And it's just like, right, this is going to get you there. And never once do they mention adversity, obstacles, you know, the challenge, and they don't teach you to be flexible. So when, when you're travelling down this path because you know your final destination, you know, sometimes the journey's lost. And within that journey, you're going to learn the most about yourself through, mm -hmm. through adversity and through being flexible, I guess. How you react to certain situations is, is I guess, what defines you. Yeah. Um, so for me, I always kind of knew what I wanted to do. And, and at times, fuck, there were some, some curveballs and, you know, it forced me to go left and right. But at the time, I didn't have the tools. So I kind of just sat with it. I'm just like, fuck now what I'm not going to get where I needed to go or um you know what are people going to think of me you know what I mean what what is what is what are those thoughts that people are going to have of me if if I don't get to where I said I needed to go and I you know it's it's that moment who or that moment that doesn't doesn't define who you are it's how you pick yourself up and go right this has happened it's happened for a reason what lesson can I learn and then carry on I think if an, if 2020 taught us anything it's to be agile because there's so many curveballs coming our way and you know I think even with goal setting some goals you know you I guess you set yourself up to in brackets fail at times because that might be a 10-year goal it might be a five-year goal but if we're setting, you know, weekly goals or monthly goals or whatever it may be, that, that it's so much more achievable. Mm. Um, so 
I think I think it's amazing what you just said, Tessa, and my my experience with with failure and the journey and the end result is is really changing. I used to be always focused on that end result, and it's just like what you know, not living consciously. I was just focusing on that, you know, the fucking nice car, the house, or or whatever it may be, instead of the little one percenters along the way. So now for me, and I guess for most of the guys, and hey mate, it's it's we've come to the acknowledgement as a collective that it's purely about the journey and it's okay if you, you, your good days look good on different days or you know it looks bad on your good days whatever it whatever it needs to be but as long as you you know you're putting in 100% or you know giving it your best shot and focusing on those 1% each day and i guess the small wins like that is a part of the journey and um I think you'll eventually find your way. I agree. I want to go back to, so we said before um, about, and there are things happening and I think it's really cool that it's happening. We're raising awareness. Um, and I think a lot of movements are raising, you know, a small percentage of awareness and that's great. But like you said, like the crack an egg on your head and, you know, have, have a beer to and then send it around and tag your friends and you, you know most people who do it are looking pretty great and they're like you know looking strong and everything um so they look good when it gets sent around i actually i agree i think it's watered down the meaning and it's awesome that they've mentioned it in a status um that's that can't be ignored but um i find this with my my work and some of the things that get posted on Instagram, movements like um, Are You Okay Day, which is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing. But often people are lacking that deeper understanding or awareness of what to say if someone actually says to them, I'm not feeling okay. And I think that I see it all the time. So I've actually, I've got some friends who will sometimes reach out and say, oh, look, I'm struggling. But I think if this is another system that's letting people down is that they're doing it over and over again because they're never actually having their needs tended to how they need to. It's always in that shallow, you know, we're aware that, oh, yeah, it's okay that you're reaching out. We don't actually know what to do. And I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking like, does Haymate provide that opening and that bridge for those conversations to happen? Do you know what I mean? Because I see these, you know, men and women who are like, yeah, I'm not feeling okay. Yeah, okay, I acknowledge that. And it's not because I have a mental illness because I think that's a really important part of your work that just because we don't have a mental illness doesn't mean that we um, aren't having a tough time mentally or, you know, questioning our, our belonging and purpose and sense of self. Um, does Haymate provide that bridge of, I guess, the, the next level of going, okay, I'm not okay, but where do I go from here? And what if I don't want to go and see a therapist? What if I actually just need to talk out some things? That's, that's the first part of, this is me, my mind's bubbling with everything you're saying. That's my first part. And then is it also a bridge for, 
for stopping, um, I guess, people falling short when they reach out. So like you said before, we've got our mates who we love to get on the piss with and or go for, you know, go play sport with or, um, you know, walk our dogs with, things like that. But so many of us don't have those friends who we know or not even friends, those people that we trust to go that next level with. I just am seeing Hey Mate be this real bridge between the people who have come to a point of knowing that they're not okay, but not quite knowing the next step. And, you know, like, I think that's an important part that the people listening need to know is that I'm trying to say this properly, that it's not necessarily if you want to get in there and really, you know, change up a huge amount in your life and, you know, cry on these calls and, you know, make brothers for life and all that sort of stuff because I imagine that there's some of the assumptions it's going to be this big, you know, either it's going to be super masculine or super feminine or super something, but that it actually is just a like a bridge, a really gentle bridge of you know that you want have something that you want to discuss and get off your chest. This is the platform to to do it in a safe way and not in a way that's going to make you feel smothered or like it's not yourself. It will be just peeling off one layer of yourself in a really gentle way. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I um I was just trying to digest all your words then. That was beautiful. Sorry, I um, and I think you no, I think I articulated that perfectly. Um, but you mentioned just to get in and, and talk it out. Mm-hmm. I wanted to stop you there but I'll let you keep going. <laughs> we have, we started a session earlier this year um, for that reason. And on a Tuesday, we have a session called Talk It Out Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And that is to allow any man to, to rock up and to talk about what's showing up for them, what's working, what's not, how are they, but a little bit further on that how are they really so there's moments where you know we we just be we shut down our eyes and we we take a couple of deep breaths and you know our uh, my good mate Geordie Love who helps facilitate um kind of guides us through a little bit of breath work and then we get in and we we dive out into the breakout rooms and if you're new heading out into or even if you're not new for these guys to head out into a break room breakout room of one or two like you know one on one two three whatever it may be yeah um there's this it's like we're doing now mate yeah. we're 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 talking we're connecting there's no there's no distractions it's just us yeah and again no one in the haymate comes from a place of advice mm. it's simply holding space and I think there's so much power in silence that just allows you to allow your heart to just increase and then you're like fuck it I need to say something and you come out with it and you see this shift in in their in their body language because all of a sudden this weight from their shoulders is, is just gone and it's just like fuck thank you so much I just needed to really get that off my chest or this is this is that and by all means there's you know been one or two moments where you know, this person has been really struggling. So then there's a further offer of like, how can how can we or how can I support you? What can we what can we do more? Um and so it's 
it's encouraging encouraging them to you know speak to their family or perhaps it's a catch up in person and just to just to check in on them at the follow up um and if things aren't right then it's i i enlisted a, a group of us to do our mental health first aid this year as a group we got mental health first health mental first Ah, Mental Health First Aid Australia on board. Cool. And Annie, a lovely nurse from Torquay, um, over a two-week period facilitated um, this course for, I think there was 12 of us, which was amazing. And so she, we, we talked about everything, 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 everything. And it was amazing. But it's, she's just, she went through the steps I just gave you. And on top of that, it's, on top of the follow-up, it's, being able to send your mates, you know, some links that may help, whether it's Beyond Blue, Lifeline, just just giving them that slight nudge in the right direction and letting them know that there's help there for them. Um, and it's it's amazing. I think the Talk It Out Tuesdays are, are really less structured and it's allowing these guys to, to come in and just vent, talk. And like, you'll come back and have a summary after the breakout room and guys will just go that was fucking great and you know what you just I for one I just want to feel heard you know that you know that feeling of when you feel heard Tessa it's just like you know there's that eye contact that's like the warm and fuzzies like you feel embraced Mm. and I guess that's what connection is all about right you feel you feel heard and you feel supported I guess these these conversations are only being held for you know, one hour at a time. And that's for a reason. That's to encourage these conversations to be also happening outside of this group. And I guess that's where the ripple effect happens. You know, these guys are checking in on one another outside of this group. They're catching up, whether it's for a run, a coffee, a walk, whatever it may be, if they're in the same state. Um, But we've also been witnessing guys, um, you know, have stay on the call for an extra however long if they needed to you know, keep flushing things out or just talking, laughing, having banter. Laughing is so important. But mm. And then guys having their own Zoom calls as well. So, you know, we've got guys, Perth, Sydney, Adelaide, whatever it may be, New Zealand, and these guys that have the initiative, or is that initiative the right word? Yeah, to, to take it upon themselves to have an extra Zoom call and to catch up. They can't physically be with one another, so fuck it. Let's have a Zoom call. Let's catch up. We'll have a coffee and just chat. Do what we're doing now. Like, how fun is this? And everyone needs to experience this. Mm. So Talk About Tuesdays has really been a great addition to our week. Um, it's really encouraged a lot of new faces. And it's a great place to start before, you know, you wanted to get into our Wednesday night session, which is mainly around uh, different different topics, but they're very thought-provoking. Um, conversations which is amazing um, a little bit less of a check-in of the Tuesdays um, and then we've got our Thursday sessions as well so we finished the week um, with a journaling session Thursday thoughts <laughs> can you um, I said this to my friend the other day I don't know this is probably a bit inappropriate but I was like the men in this group are the kind of men who you want in your dating pool like oh, just dude, blowing my mind um, thinking of you know I can think of some of my mates who I would love your work and I guess some people in wider circles and really in terms of 
in terms of communication for in general, but also in their, in these relationships that, you know, how uh, it's so, I find it, you know, over and over again, really hard to safely discuss mental, not even just mental health, but mental health comes into it, but things like you've said, goals and, um, I guess just that deeper, deeper level, because that you do need that safety. And I just imagine, I don't know if you've heard from any of the guys that, you know, the, I guess the conversations you're starting there, are they creating a ripple effect for like their close relationships as well? hundred percent, like 110%. It's amazing to see like um, a majority of the men and or some of the men taking these, they, the exact same questions and having them with their, with their, their boyfriend or their girlfriend, whoever their spouse may be, or if they don't have a partner at the moment, it's other friends. And it's, um, it's, similar to the game like we're not really strangers so that's I'm not sure if you've come across that but, yeah I really um, admire it actually yeah but I guess it, having having like let's go back to goals if me and Brie um, my partner share our goals or we we sit down and we journal or, or talk about what we actually want over the next you know month or two it provides that level of accountability and I guess that that fucking teammate that you need in order to you know keep yourself going and to remember your why like we know that some days look tougher than others and you you know and you have some really good days and whatever else but you know that person to check in on you and that person to go you fucking got this and to help you eliminate any intrusive thoughts of like you know can't be fucked today or whatever it may be so for me I don't know um a lot of the guys are doing it as well um having these conversations with with other mates or even with these guys and outside of the group as well but it's amazing to see what we can do in say an hour and 15 hour and a half in a goals or, or vision session um for a value session because it's um it's pretty powerful and a lot of a lot of the guys hadn't really been exposed to that sort of work before so it's really cool um to dive into you know new territory yeah I can imagine that it would be really wonderful too to know that someone in your life is participating in something like hey mate as that support system I'm going to ask a question that I think like a lot of us need to know the answer to, and you don't necessarily need to have the answer, but even if we can just have a conversation about it, I think we're failing our men still, not all the time, but I think we are failing our men. When, so in that quote that I quoted before, um, Brene discusses she holds this seminar and this man comes up to her after the seminar and he says oh it's all very well and good that you want us to open up and be vulnerable and obviously vulnerability can be really hard but he says do you actually want that from men though my we in our household my wife and my daughter would crumble if I crumbled and I can see it in their faces when I cry that it is not being received well. And that is there an ingrained thing within all of us still because of how we've been brought up and because of 
you know, systems and structures, do we, do we still want our lack, our quotation marks meant to be men, which is a load of shit, but do we? And I think that we sometimes are failing our men and I even myself have to, sometimes my guy friends open up to me and I love it. And it takes me a while to, not a while, it takes me a second to gear into the level that they're coming from because I know that they don't want to have the usual like beer banter that we normally have. We've kind of, we've crossed a threshold into something else and I need to gear into that to to know that we're going there if that makes sense because I guess the, the baseline level that I operate with a lot of the blokes in my life is where, you know, discussing things and having banter and um, I think that we are, you know, we're, we're failing men and it's not our fault, you know, that's not something that we need to feel shame about. It's what we've learnt that we have to, you know, women are women and men are men and it's all changing now, which is so, so fantastic um, and gender fucking sucks anyway. But is there something that we could do how can we show up better for as a friend, as a partner, as a family member for the men in our life? Because I think that we are still, we are still failing them. When a man in my life acts like a woman would in my life, I hear other men and some other women be like, oh, he's a fucking sensitive dude. You know, he's pretty fucking sensitive or he's pretty dramatic. Um, and that's a stereotype. That's really sad for me. And I'm just wondering, even just from a male perspective, even if it's not from a hey mate perspective, how can we show up for our, our, our humans better or our men better so that we can create more safety in the way that hey mate has created safety? That's a really powerful question. Uh, a really, yeah, really interesting question and I think a lot of us have have asked that before whether it's in our circles or you know just in our own minds I don't even know if I have the answer to that but question. I think I think when you mentioned you know men crumbling in in front of their their partners and their children or whoever it may be I think at any you know if met if a man was to crumble I think their partner would you know I think the natural instinct is to be that support regardless um so I think for for me what I try and do is create just the space in as I said in which they feel heard they feel supported and they feel encouraged to be themselves to be authentic I think there's so much more strength in, you know, in vulnerability um, rather than weakness. I think it, it amplifies the connection you have with, with those close to you. If you can feel like you can break down from time to time, it's, it's normalizing those conversations and it's acknowledging that things aren't always okay mm. and that's okay. Mm. Um, but it's also acknowledging that you do have the support networks around you to, you know, help you if if you're not okay as well. Mm. 
there's always going to be so much more that we can be doing. And I think it's a, it's a journey for all of us to, you know, figure out the answer to that question. But I think it's this the encouragement for us all to be our true authentic selves. Honestly, I know that sounds a little bit cliche, but imagine how much we can just let go and, you know, you know, be sad when we want to or be happy, be vibrant, electric, whatever it is. And we all know how that feels when we're ourselves, when we're when we're conscious, we're not living through our subconscious. Mm. Um, so to, how do we show up for our brothers, our best friends, our husbands, mm. fathers, whatever? It's to be a support, encouraging them to be who they are really and just asking how they are really, encouraging them to talk, encouraging them to, you know, to let go. Um, and I think the courage of that vulnerability is then empowering others to do the same. And I think that will, again, create the ripple effect, which will change the definition of what it is to, to be a man. I think it's forever changing and forever evolving and I don't think we'll ever have a true definition of what it is to be a man but I think every man in in brackets deserves to be themselves on the good and the bad days. Mm. That's so beautiful. I agree. I I hope I've kind of covered. You have and it's made me think of something that I wasn't thinking of before if for everyone, every human being, if they feel safe to be their true authentic self, like you were just saying, we see much less, um, we see much less of the other behaviour that hurts us. Do you know what I mean? If we feel safe to be vulnerable, if we, if we feel safe to be seen and heard and understood and that we belong and that we don't need to prove ourselves, People like that and men like that who feel like that are going to be leaning on less anger, less defensiveness, less avoidance, less being a dick, <laughs> you know, like they're really going to lean into, oh, well, that's my number one thing in a, that's what I've learned in a relationship, everything's safe to be felt. And that's always been, you know, ever since I learned that, that's really helped things in my relationships and I can see where in some relationships that's not the case yet and hopefully it is one day but I I see some men like doing some pretty dick-like things right and I just think if they maybe felt like they had the opportunity to cry when they needed to last night would they have held what they've held in and been a dick to you because you you know you know, did something that they didn't appreciate or um, or because you made them feel undervalued or underappreciated. Um, I think that, like, the proof is kind of in the pudding there too for, for yourself. Like, if you can let, if you can show up for your um, a man in your life and let them know that everything is safe to be felt, uh, I think, you know, on a selfish level, we get the return too because, number one, you're, what's the saying? You never forget someone who came to you with a torch in the darkness. And so you're that, number one, you're that person, but number two, you're letting them 
feel what they actually need to feel instead of it becoming this mask thing of, you know, um, of anger or defensiveness, which is, you know, stereotypically what um, what some men can lean to towards. Um, I think it's I think it's a hard question to answer, but I think what you've said sums up the little things that we've spoken about. You know, leading with "Hey, mate," not ex not providing advice, listening, and actually listening for the purpose of listening and um, yeah, all of those little things, I think, come under that umbrella that you just said that, you know, to let them be who they want to be, be exactly themselves. And that involves letting them feel what needs to be felt. Mm. Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, within that safe space, every, every man is, um, you know, comes from such a different background. And I think that's what's so beautiful about it. Like, as I said earlier, we're encouraged to, you know, be ourselves. I think there's a lot of men out there that are unfortunately stuck in some circles that aren't supportive, you know, and they're they're showing up because, you know, they want to be they want to be a part of that group for, you know, maybe the right or maybe even perhaps the wrong reasons. But, you know, how many of those circles would be able to support you in a time that you need? Like where do those guys go when they when they need that support? I can like I've I've been there. Like I've again I'm uh, again proof in the pudding, but I was yeah, in a in a group and I could almost guarantee if something was 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 up they wouldn't know how to support you or to have that conversation and I guess that's where people come out unstuck in in saying like I'm here for you I'm, I'm you know whatever you need I'm here but if I actually called you would you answer and it, you know it might come from the you know oh I wouldn't know how to or whatever but there's there's no right there's no, there's no wrong way of supporting someone. Like it's not, you don't have to have the words. You don't have to have the answers. Just, just fucking listen. Yeah. Just listen and just make sure that they're okay. They're, they're, they're being heard. And if you're worried about your mate, like follow up with them, follow up with one of their family members perhaps, or, you know, send your friend some links to some some resources that they perhaps didn't know were available to them mm. um and again it's it's following up and i guess yeah not taking it's it's never a burden i guess to sit and listen and to take on the vulnerability of someone else it's i think that's where other people get unstuck as well oh i don't want to be a burden i don't want to tell you you don't you don't you don't need to hear my shit it's not shit it's it's connection and it's if it's helping you process through and, and creating you know some clarity in your own thoughts then let's fucking do it let's, let's have this chat and I guarantee we'll come out the other side as a closer you know closer mate or closer partner whatever it may be but it allows that person to experience that that sense of connection and then to pass that on to someone else as well like they they've experienced so then they'll be open to the experience of letting someone else in or them returning the favor yeah 
I'm quite blown away. We're at our last question. I'm very blown away with this conversation. I really am. Um, I hope this last one's not fucking too hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. We've hit so many areas. This is the tight. This is the smallest question. If I'm blown away because this stuff needs to be happening more. And I just think it's very, very, very fucking cool that you've done it. Um, if someone was to be listening to this podcast and send it to their to a man in their life or to a friend in their life, how would you want them to explain what Hey Mate is and what the conversation was like? And um, yeah, if someone was to say, oh, I listened to this podcast, if you want to look it up on Instagram, this is what they do. How would you like them to explain what you do in terms, in a way that a man would hear it and be like, that's what I need? Yeah, that's a really good, really good question. Again, yeah, I, I think it's easy, didn't I? And then as it was coming out, I was like, oh, fuck him over here. This isn't that easy. Yeah, <laughs> here comes Tess driving the bus. No, <laughs> again, I think it's, I think it's just our little our little um vision for Haymade and it's it's Haymade is a camaraderie between any man through vulnerable conversations, movement and banter. And if you're curious, get in get involved. Like come with a with a open mind and open heart and just to expect to feel, you know, heard and valued and a part of something bigger than yourself. These these fellas I've known, you know, some of them for a matter of weeks, some of them for a matter of an hour, whatever it may be, or a couple of them for a year. But these conversations leave you feeling like you've known them for a lifetime. Mm. And to have that connection, some people unfortunately never experience that. Yeah. So to have have this community of men who are so supportive, engaged, inviting generous caring supporting loving honest fuck the list goes on if you're wanting to feel a part of something and to get involved just just to reach out these guys are phenomenal like they're <laughs> where your everyday type where we're we're just people there's nothing like we're not i don't know how, how else how else do you say it like that we're not we're not you know we're not scary like we're 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 all human we're on the same playing path here and like you're not we, like these unicorns who sit around no. in TVs and shit and like do breath work and discuss your feelings <laughs> like men working real ass jobs in like around australia doing yep. partnership but then come together on, on an hour a week and literally things. literally yep. we've got we've got men who are from complete diverse backgrounds career yep. as well plumbers We've got Sparkies. We've got lawyers. We've we've actually got a couple of psychologists. There's a couple of upcoming doctors. We've got nurses. We've got guys who aren't working at all. Then we've got guys who are baristing. Guys who are studying. Like there is there is such a mixed bunch of guys, and yet it it works. It's amazing. So anyone wanting to get involved, or if if you think your partner, your brother your father whoever it may be there's no there's there's no cap of age for these conversations um encourage them to get involved and 
um, you know, what's the worst that can happen, <laughs> literally. Your dick's not going to fall off. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, yeah, I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> I think that you are just doing the coolest thing ever, Gabe. Cool doesn't sum it up. I think it's uh, phenomenal. I think it's saving lives. I really do. I think this work is saving lives, which is quite, you know, what an honour, the work that, to show up for people in the way that you do. What a wonderful thing you're doing. So I'm just, I'm so happy that you came on today and I really want to thank you for giving up your time because I know that you're, a, a, I don't like to say busy. I know that your week is full. You have your work and then you're doing Hey Mate on top of your work and you are doing so much else as well. So I just want to thank you for being here and having this phenomenal conversation. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. It's, it's honestly been my pleasure and to connect with yourself, Tessa, who is also doing, you know, amples of, of work in this field and making such a dent within your own community, our community, where we're fucking not far away from each other. Mm -hmm. um, it's just amazing because it's, it's these, you know, it's your, your energy and, and your ability to impact others, which, you know, again, will have a ripple effect. And the more people that are willing to get involved, you know, as I said, the, the change starts with us. So it's been an amazing conversation. I've really enjoyed it. Um, and I really hope that, you know, we've kind of shone a, a bright light on um, the, the mental wellness side of things. And, for anyone willing to, to, you know, seek curiosity and to get involved, please just reach out. Um, I can meet up with you before a session. So you've got that familiar face in any other session as well. So there's, there's ample, ample ways to get involved. Um, but again, thank you so much for the time. It's been my pleasure. You're welcome. I'm actually just thinking as you're saying that, how, um, how can people connect with you? Is it, um, you know, can you let us know your Instagram name and your website? Yeah, absolutely. So our Instagram is at heymate.underscore and then our website is www.heymate.live and there's plenty of information on there. Um, all our sessions get released of a Monday night. Um, yeah, super, super pumped. We're currently doing four sessions a week at the moment. So um, no excuse to not find people. <laughs> Oh, awesome. Thank you. Can I, can I just do something else? Yes, of course you can. I, I also just want to acknowledge all the fellas a part of Hey Mate. Um, all the men involved, as I said earlier, like Hey Mate wouldn't be what it is without any of these guys. Um, truly, they, they inspire me. They give me the courage to keep going. Um, and, you know, some of them are, are now some of my best mates. Um, so, Again, to, to all you fellas, thank you for showing up each week, despite, you know, sometimes not wanting to be there, but absolutely you guys recognising that sometimes showing up for somebody else is a lot more important. Um, and it's just amazing to see the change, um, yeah, you've all made in your own personal pursuits, but within your own communities and as a group. So just a, a huge shout out to the fellas involved and bloody love you. So beautiful. That's a shout out from me too. Thank you for changing. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you for doing what you're doing, guys, if you're listening. <laughs> oh. Okay. I will speak to you really soon. Just thank you so much, Gabe. It was really great. No, thank you. I think I called you Tess a couple of times. I'm not sure if that pisses oh, you off or not. Happens every day. <laughs> I'm actually quite fond of Tess now. I never used to be. I always yeah. thought Tess was like a bit more sassy, but I actually quite like Tess now. Tess is a little sassy, but I like it. <laughs> Just run with it. Yeah, I'll run with it. All right, mate. Have a thank great you so much. And I'll um, you too. Go slow. All the best. Bye. Bye.